Welcome to Enroll for a Good Time. This is John. I'm playing Mercado. And uh, here with me tonight is Marissa playing Hi. Mabel Chainsaw. Mabel Chainsaw. I also have Chris with me playing Razgrim Felnor. And Abby playing Yadonna. And our all-star, world-class DM, Matt. Matthew, take it away. Oh, you don't need to call me world-class whatsoever. Thank you, though. Thank you, John, for that wonderful opening. And welcome to Roll for a Good Time. We're excited to be doing, uh, I guess, Session Zero officially. Uh, We've kind of got all of our characters set up Mm -hmm. and uh, background information. Some of us want to share it. Some of us don't. Either way, it's all good. And we're going to kind of introduce you guys to uh, our characters and uh, get you ready for uh, session one and uh, introduce you a little bit to the world as well and kind of just see where everybody fits in. Um, You know, we've discussed this. uh, If you saw it on the TikTok, especially uh, the world that we're coming into, the continent that we're coming into uh, is recently out of civil war, maybe a few years uh, uh, away from that. And so the kind of uh, feel of the entire land that these characters are going to be in is uh, very tense and trying to figure out uh, where everyone fits and how can we all get along kind of deal. Uh, but we've got a real interesting crew of characters, and uh, you know I think we want to get right into that, who's all part of the, uh, the main cast, if you will. And so not to just send it right back to you, John, or anything, but uh, you, know, you play Mercado, and uh, he's a very interesting character. Yeah, I'm happy to take it away. Uh, my half-orc fighter has kind of an unusual uh, start to his life. Uh, usually people um, want to run away from home and go join the circus. He grew up born into the circus, born on the road. At a certain point in his life, he decided he'd had enough of the circus, had enough of being the half-orc, half-human that he is, the backlash of, of people's sort of... Uh, I don't know, animosity towards orcs, primarily. Wanting to get away from sort of that freakish circus background into a more normal mainstream lifestyle. And he runs away and ends up with a pretty, uh, being taken in by a pretty unscrupulous uh, fighter slash boxer named Sir Robert Fitzsimmons. And uh, Robert Fitzsimmons, Sir Robert Fitzsimmons, uh, just kind of takes him under his wing and, and uh, sees potential in young Mercado. And, and um, I'm just going to leave it there for the time sure. being. But, uh, yeah, he, he's kind of left the uh, rambles, shambling circus that's been making its way all over uh, your world. And, and uh, here he is getting ready to uh, leave Sir Robert Fitzsimmons and uh, embark on his own little yeah. journey. I, and I, li- I like the bit about your uh, backstory, uh, where his birth actually came from. Uh, the way that you've described it is the the love story behind the uh, half orc, if you will. Yeah, the uh, the strong man and the uh, I think I went with tattooed lady instead of the bearded lady. Oh, okay. but yeah, just kind of a sort of a, a you know yes. What would you expect from a circus relationship, and what would that look like? And and uh, yeah, you get Mercado. Very interesting. And and what kind of goals does he have starting out here? Uh, you know, like you said, he's kind of leaving uh, this second life that he has now. So what what's his goals? Do you think starting out? I think that he, he sort of early on recognizes his potential as as a fighter, mm-hmm. and he knows that he you know through 
working with uh, Sir Robert, he gets a sense that he, he can make a living as a fighter. Not necessarily that's what he wants to do for the rest of his life, but he knows that he can kind of fall back on that if he needs to. Sure. That's sort of his go-to. But uh, the world is a wide-open place, and, it is. and uh, he's traveled quite a bit of it, but would like to do it on his own terms now. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you, John. And You're that's a, it's a really good start to uh, this session zero. Uh, let's go ahead and swing it now on over to uh, our resident witch, Mabel Chainsaw. <laughs> Marissa, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about Mabel. Uh, Mabel is a Hexblood Druid, um, and I am going to give her full backstory because oh, wow. I just whole love backstory. it. I love it so Get much. It. Let's go. And uh, by the way, I made this like 10 minutes ago. It's yeah. Great. So Mabel was born out of wedlock, and her parents gave her up for adoption to which parents? Mabel now loves um, hearing other stories and how they got to where they're at. Mabel made a friend that was way older than her that was a male, and they started having a love affair. They got discovered by his wife, and the witches in the town decided that they were going to torture him by being a horny black cat, but he could talk. And then Mabel received her last name because Mabel had to cut off his dick with a chainsaw as her torture. And, and what was the uh, black cat's name? Because uh, when we were discussing a little bit and having to homebrew this uh, this witch's background, kind of almost, I said, you know, you, you'll get kind of a familiar that isn't exactly a wizard's familiar or uh, kind of like uh, Yadana has uh, a, a pet, but this will be kind of something in between. So uh, what, because this will be kind of your familiar character. So what, what's their name and, uh, you know, what more can we expect besides just a uh, horny black cat? Uh, his name is Zach. Zach and her are lovers. They are soulmates. They're meant to be together, but they obviously cannot now that he is a black cat. So they have a very interesting love affair. That's okay. complicated. Yeah, it is. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, Mabel uh, also loves to laugh and be passionate with others. Some might say she's flirty, but she's just very friendly. And she always feels like something is missing from her, and she's a bit ditzy. Okay. And uh, does she have any specific goals starting out here uh, at the start of this campaign? I think she's just trying to look for herself again. Okay. It feels like she lost herself since Zach turned into a black cat and is just trying to figure S- life out. Sisterhood of the traveling pants style and everything. Yes. Also, her ideals are spells mm. before Raphael. He used to be a saying in her hometown, so you might hear that. You're welcome. I'm the one that came yeah, up with the Raphael with part. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. It's good. Yeah, no, it's going to be work. interesting. And, uh, you know, already two kind of almost polar opposites of the character spell uh, spectrum. And so, uh, and then we got two more characters to introduce here real quick. But uh, uh, we'll go from a full backstory to kind of a mysterious backstory. Chris, with you and, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, Rizgum? Rasgum, I'm sorry. Rasgrim. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, uh, tell us a little bit about him, what you're willing to uh, tell us about him right now. His name is Rasgrim Felnor. Uh, <laughs> rock gnome, barbarian. And that's kind of about it. Does he have any goals setting out? He does. But not going <laughs> to tell him. Got it. Okay. Mysterious. I know. He even put it in a folder and closed it yeah, up. It, he doesn't want anyone to see nobody it. Nobody gets to know. Not even the DM, apparently. That's <laughs> fine. It's a mysterious For me to know and you to find out. No, and I think that's a good way to also play D&D, just uh, having it a little bit played out. As long as it doesn't break the game, I don't have any issues with it. You always uh, need a little mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. And just, you know, when you're ready to tell me to put something in the story, just let me know. Gotcha. Yeah, he'll uh, 
He won't break the game. He'll just bend the rules a little bit. Okay, sure, sure. It's that, pretty on par. Listen, rule of cool is usually what plays here at this table, so uh, I don't see there being any issues there. Uh, right on. So, and then we'll go to our final player, uh, Abby. I play Yadana. She's a Aarakocra monk. Um, in her childhood, she grew up in a monastery, but adult life, she's just been kind of traveling and exploring the world. She has has a pet these days. Mm-hmm. She, it came across a little mouse she's named him jasper it's her little buddy he didn't he just kind of tags along on her adventures and they just fly around and mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean like hang on I, do bird mouth yeah. stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bird mouth shit you know? yeah Best awesome buds. awesome and, and i mean like they're, they're kind of like living the most normal life they can possibly live because like based on whatever you want to reveal about your backstory but a lot of terror i guess uh, is the word to use for her backstory yeah, she went through a lot, um, and she's just kind of trying to live as freely as possible now. Yeah. Any goals to, uh, for her? I don't know that she has a, like a, any set goals, really. Just kind of trying to stay true to the path that she's chosen for herself. Okay, okay. Interesting. Well, I think those are really good characters, especially level one characters. And that'll be interesting to just see how it all plays out as we prepare for session one. Uh, but, you know, I mean... What are you guys, I guess, looking forward to uh, in this campaign? Yeah, you know, I think that and we were talking about this a little bit earlier. The, you know, getting started and, and uh, you know, forming a group is always difficult, in my opinion, difficult role play to begin with um, to kind of get it up off the ground and, and, you know, sort of get that synergy going between characters. That's just my personal opinion, but I think that it's also kind of fun because, you know, it's, it is challenging. We enjoy the challenge of, a, of a, the beginning of a new game uh, and just kind of setting the tone and seeing where it'll go. Um, I think that um, we all know each other well enough to, to do that pretty easily. I mean, we, we tend to... Uh, kind of find a rhythm pretty quickly so i'm looking to f- looking forward to finding that rhythm and and getting going in the game i'm excited about it see sometimes i feel like that can be hard because since we know each other so well and we all work together very well we're just like okay let's start let's get going right and we kind of forget the the friction of a new relationship like, oh yeah right. i don't know you like i don't feel comfortable do i trust you where i feel like we're just all like okay i trust you let's go yeah yeah it's it's happened many a times where you know we're all in a tavern or we all come into the same room and then we automatically with no questions asked just flock to each other and be like yeah. hey i got this thing going on yeah i'm down let's go <laughs> yeah <laughs> drinks for everyone yeah and i, I mean that's been kind of like what we've talked about uh, a bunch like how are we going to do this because we don't want to do just uh you meet in a tavern typical type of right. D start and i mean uh in the campaign that we run out of this podcast i mean that's not even how things started you started in basically a prison airship type of deal and had to break out of that and so it's just kind of like how do we get that similar feel because that was kind of a bang right in your face what are you going to do type of deal so it's kind of similar idea here how can we make it exciting from the get-go and keep it going almost start with a common goal and yeah build bonds from there basically yeah. and that's that's the easiest way i think to force your characters together not forcing them too much but just kind of being like well, you're all in this situation, and so what are you going to do? And then it just naturally happens that you build that bond, and then you're like, okay, where are we going next? Because we're on the run, or we just did this one thing, so yeah. might as well keep doing things together. We worked pretty well in this first mission or whatever. You know, just sitting here thinking about this, the, your question, I, honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to 
exercising my build, right? You build a character and you have all these things in mind. It's kind of like, I want him to do this or I want her to do that, right? Yeah. And, and you kind of sort of project that character into a scenario and you're like, ooh, wouldn't that be neat if they did mm-hmm. this or that, right? That's what I'm looking forward to. And I think that's what we're really good at is that um, as players, you know, synergizing off that, you know, energy of, of sort of anticipating, you know, I can see that they're setting something up and I'm not going to get in the way of it um, and kind of letting them pull off their cool trick or whatever that they've got built into their character build and... and uh, yeah, you know, the the feats, the abilities, the, you, you always kind of look a little bit ahead and go, oh, what, what might they also be able to do later on? And that gets exciting, too, because you don't want to, you know, build a character that, that's not fun to play. You want to have one that, that, that has a lot of uh, stuff going on. And so, you know, looking forward to uh, leveling up and getting into, you know, just a, a different kind of character play than I've done before. I think that's always kind of exciting for me. It's new. I get to do new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's a new toy. Mine's always the big uh, collaborative storytelling, mm-hmm. building something with people, um, creating a very narrative-driven uh, story that other people want to hear about. You know, even if you don't play D and um, you know, you sit around, you talk about it. People are interested to kind of hear, especially if it's a story that's interesting. People are interested to hear well, how oh, yeah. that play out, or what would you do, or mm-hmm. and so. See, that's where I feel like I'm still learning. Like, I have all these ideas, and I'm like, I want to do this and this and this. And then it's like, okay, but what do I roll? What do I do for this? So it's like, I have these ideas, and I want it to look this way because this is how it looks in my head. But how do I actually make it Mm -hmm. happen? Yeah, I just rely on you guys to tell me what to roll. My head's the one to do. Roll a d20 and add this. I'm like, all right, deal. I can do that. Yeah, I can can handle that. I'm looking forward also to seeing... Uh, kind of like how the synergy of the team works because uh, you've got one spellcaster mm-hmm. out of four people. And, I mean, generally that's probably about what you want, but at the same time, it's things start going south. How are you guys going to react? Because one person goes down, there goes one heavy hitter, then another person goes down, and all of a sudden maybe you're down your spellcaster or you're down two heavy hitters and you got maybe your Eric Kokra monk and your spellcaster and... I mean, the monk should be okay, especially when they're flying 50 feet up in the air. But Unless the other I one is going to be like, what do I... Right, right, that's what I'm saying. You, you're you flying up there 50 feet in the air, and everyone's like, well, how do we get to them? Let's attack the spellcaster. And so that's when things will get really interesting, I think, more than anything else. So how the synergy of the team really works. I think it'll be a little rough first couple encounters, but mm-hmm. um, after a while, I think we're going to understand the weaknesses and strengths of each character. Um, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, and what they're going to do, right? Because, yeah. you know, until you watch somebody kind of in an interaction play out their build um you don't know what they can do you know why are they running that way or why are they you know performing whatever action and and uh, you get that couple of those under your belt and then suddenly you're you're like oh i see what they're doing now now i'm going to do this off of what they're doing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. well and and we'll and when you're in battle and stuff have i mean honestly probably two people that uh in, in Yudana and then uh, Mr. Razzle Dazzle, the rock gnome, uh, be kind of like almost uh, going off of each other because Yudana's flying everywhere and doing stuff, but then you'll have kind of the sneaky barbarian going in and doing heavy damage, and at first, you know, a lot of the enemies are going to be like, I don't, why would I go after that guy? He looks small, and he's just carrying a big weapon, and then all of a sudden, hitting you, and then it's going to be like, all right, redirect, and so, so it'll be interesting to see what 
enemies do until you guys kind of become well known in the region, I guess. He's not small. To him. <laughs> to the world. To the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, let me flip the script a little okay, bit. Yeah, go and, ahead. And, uh, you know, do you have anything that you want to plug about the uh, the world that you've created? Uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, like I said, it's uh, coming out of Civil War, this uh, land mm-hmm. that is, uh, uh, that we're going to be playing in primarily. Um, the Divide is kind of like a desert area, and then you've got... Uh, your normal kind of like plains area to the north and more of a jungle area to the south. And uh, so there's obviously just those two terrains alone. Mm-hmm. You're going to have very different people because uh, they deal with different things day to day. You brought the idea of the traveling circus uh, that now gets implemented into the world. Uh, this map that uh, we're going to be using didn't have everything on it until very recently. It was pretty barren and I've been saying for longest time to myself i need to update it and so just kind of like again how how does everything work Mm -hmm. now basically with the state of the world for them and also just these new places that i didn't even think about existing until very recently sure and you know like it's it's like i said it was a much wider open space and so now it's like there's a lot more things going on within a day or two's travel and uh, it it opened the doors for a lot of different encounters and puzzles and whatnot, and so it's it's just very exciting that uh, we're going to be able to have a lot more going on than just okay. There's about five cities in this particular continent, and right. uh, good luck finding something to do. Almost. Well, I like the idea of civil war because it, the 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 instability of that gives us a lot to work with in terms of uh, you know alliances and and. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not we go along with somebody or they get betrayed by us or they potentially might betray us. The shifting political landscape is always fun. Um, well, and the other thing is that you're kind of starting in the capital of the northern half of the country that now is there's no northern or southern half. It's just this is the capital. Right. And uh, so you're starting in that in that kind of space where it was very insulated. And, uh, you know, if you have to travel south, you're eventually going to kind of find those discriminatory people that are like, oh, I can't believe we're dealing with the South or anything, but you're in an area that, like, it's just like, this doesn't really affect us at all, mm-hmm. you know? M- maybe there was an attack nearby years ago, and that that's about it. Yeah. We haven't had to deal with it, really, and it's all the other people. And yeah. what, what about the witches, though? Because I know witches... Right, yeah, no, we're, we're going to have to delve into that some, and we don't have, like, full information on it. We still probably have to build it a little bit, but, I mean, they're definitely probably the more discriminated group in the region of the continent that you're at because more discriminated against than the half orc or a bird oh, woman. Well, well, the, well the bird woman is going to be uh probably more just a spectacle the half orc uh i think kind of keeps to himself if he is noticed during the daytime yeah. probably discriminated but in terms of like oh that's the group you have to watch out for i think it's probably the the nearby covens and everything and because they're they're scary because people don't know who they are they aren't part of uh, the city society and everything. They're out in the wilderness and doing their own thing and practicing magic that people maybe don't understand. And a lot of people are like, why are you doing magic? We got all this. Because this is kind of a, a in-between fantasy and steampunk type of world uh, kind of starting to advance into technology, but at the same time still in the high fantasy world. And so, but a lot of people in like the cities are kind of like, you don't need that. And so then the people out in the wilderness are doing things that they're like, they're weird. Don't don't bother with them. And everything. So, 
So yeah, I mean they're they're definitely probably the most discriminated group against. Yeah, right. Whereas maybe the half orc might deal with just as much. Um, the the witches as a whole, you know, if something goes down, then the whole city's like, get your pitchforks. We're gonna go take down that coven down in the in the forest. And she's our teammate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on how she dresses, also, because you know, uh, we kind of homebrewed her background so that it's uh, kind of like acolyte slash guild artisan so that mm. she can have a brewer's kit uh, or supplies or whatever that uh, one thing is for, for kind of brewers but instead of using it for alcohol it's going to be through potions and she's got the herbalism kit and everything and so like she can go into the city and have be like I have an apothecary but then also be like but I also go back to my coven at night and we do rituals or whatever you know and so it's uh, going to be interesting for sure to see how they all kind of react to uh well, this is a witch, and now what do I do? And uh, I, I would think that most of the team members would be like, well, we're all kind of discriminated against in some way or fashion. Burn her. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, the, stake. <laughs> the, the rock gnome may sit, be sitting there saying, mm, we don't like witches where I'm from either. I, I don't know. Uh, that'll be something that you kind of have to decide for your character and your community as a whole as well. Uh, but everybody could be sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I've heard about witches. We're all told to stay away from them. Even the circus tries to stay away from the covens when we go around. No, no, no. You know? I, we're, no. we're all weird in the circus. It's, right. not, it's not the witch that bothers me. It's the smell that comes with it. <laughs> I was going to say, if I knew anything about Chris, he's going to be the one that hates me in this game. Don't get me a well, hard He's always got to hate somebody, right? I don't like the flowers is the problem. <laughs> I'm going to give my character a hard time. No way. No, you're probably going to keep us alive in combat. I mean... I would hope that's how I'm going to prove myself there to you guys. Go. Yeah, I mean that that might be the where everyone's kind of like giving you the stink eye, and then, you know, you you toss out a cure wounds, and they're like, oh, this person ain't that bad, I guess. Or I could be a witch and just say, meh. Right. Well, well you know, die. depends on how they treat you, you know. So yeah, watch out. <laughs> so is your? I guess are you? I'm a like good a witch. druid style. It's druid, but uh, in essence, it's a it's a druid. Uh, basically what I've told her is if you want an enchantment or illusion spell that isn't on the druid spell list, just let me know and we can probably work something out. Uh, cause witches are a little bit different than druids, but I mean, when you think about witches, they're always in the wilderness dealing with animals and nature and the like. So trying to give it that vibe because the wizard doesn't really give you that. But so talking with her, it's, uh, I think the route that she'll go when she picks subclass is Circle of Lands. So that's basically the most wizard you can get outside of the wizard class. And you just have more nature spells. And But like if she wants an enchantment or illusion spell, we can work with that somehow, some way. And I think the spells that she picked uh, for first level are probably about as witchy as you can get. Uh, with I think there's a charm person in there and cure wounds and a couple other things. So, But yeah. overall... I want to know Abby... Did we figure out clothing for your character? Yeah, because last Birds I heard, the boobs pants. were out. We were freeing the nipples. Actually, okay, there were yeah, no yeah, nipples, yeah. right? Birds don't, have, no nipples. Nipples don't yeah. have nipples. Yeah, she's mostly bird other than her legs. So, you know. I the think plumage I'll, is there. A loincloth will do. I like it. On the boobs? No. no. <laughs> cover, to cover the cloaca. <laughs> so the, the plumage covers the boobs, and then the loincloth covers, covers the, the, the nether region. Covers the goods. Yeah, okay, good gotcha. Goods. Gotcha. <laughs> what a great word, her poop hole. <laughs> what's the what cloaca yeah cloaca, <laughs> the cloaca exactly yeah 
I can't wait till about halfway through this. You all of a sudden just start laying an egg <laughs> and, oh. and roasting. Could she like lay golden goose eggs? I don't know. We'd have to see. Maybe. Or bird eggs. First, first roll D100 to see if you're laying an egg today, and then we'll roll another D100 to see if it's a golden egg. I'm not trying to be a mom now. Come on. <laughs> I mean, no, we'll eat the egg. Uh, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> Moral choices that are being made at the yeah. table. The, the things you'll do for your team. We gotta eat somehow. And I might need a golden egg for one of my spells or something. There you yeah. go. There you well, go. I mean, if if we're gonna be tracking gonna be eating more, things, more witchy, you're gonna need more of the the heart of the infant than the egg, yeah. yolk of the egg. Yeah. So we'll we'll raise the child. <laughs> someone's gonna have, someone's gonna have to sit on it. Material yolk of an aricocra egg. <laughs> Are we tracking uh, what we eat and no. No. torches no. and arrows? Some, and people, okay. some people at this table would probably kill me if we did that. <laughs> yes, me. yes, I would. Uh, yes. Maybe some have arrows or anything to throw. Yeah, maybe someday down the road. Maybe someday down the road we'll do a heavy survival campaign. I'm really interested in that, but right now, uh, with the level of uh, for some of the newer players, I don't want to put them through that. Let's, and I also want to sleep at night. So <laughs> I would totally be okay. Like you know, on TV when they do those random like mashup episodes or every once in a while like i'd be okay if like every once in a while we did one episode where we role play but also i can i mean every that. once in a while i could be like hey guys you know what uh <laughs> your rations are starting to spoil a little bit go find a deer to go kill or something if and you guys are going to keep track of your food then i don't want you guys keeping track of the gold mm, yeah that's probably a good idea <laughs> Like, I'm okay every once in a while we do something like that, but not every right, You know, maybe we'll throw it in here or there just for a, a random encounter type of deal. But uh, no, it's not going to be something Swoop that's full time. Grab a fish out of the sea. I, again, I would love to run something crunchy like that, but... I plan to pickpocket all of you guys. If you guys aren't, you guys aren't keeping track of nothing, I'm just going to randomly tell Matt, hey, I'd pickpocket it. I don't have pockets. Oh. Well, where Pick you keep everything? Don't wear pants. Pick your Chloeca. <laughs> I don't have Chloeca. anything. <laughs> You, yeah, hides them you'll have something fur. eventually. True. Yeah, is that what all that bird cleavage is just for? Then you just kind of reach in the plumage and pull out a little sack. There you go. There I you just go. have Jasper's pouch. Oh, oh, Jasper carries everything. Jasper. That's that's the uh, that's the twist. Jasper's actually just a bag of holding. Does yeah. Jasper talk? <laughs> nope. Oh, no, Jasper's it. just a regular old mouse. I wanted to hear his voice. Speak with animals. There you go. I think you have that spell, don't you? I do you? have that spell. So I guess you're going to be able to talk to Jasper. What's his voice going to be, though? I'll have to uh, workshop it some. Yeah, you're going to have yeah. to. Matt's really good at voices. I do the best I can. Plot twist, Jasper ends up being like our arch enemy or something like that. Or the, it's like the yeah, his name is Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, the puppet Peter master. <laughs> the one thing that I'm also interested in seeing is how uh, Yadana fits into everything because a lot of DMs are afraid of letting Eric Kokoris into their... Uh, campaigns, especially at level one, and uh, but a lot of arrowcokers also that are at that level are uh, shooting arrows and stuff. And sh- instead, you've got a monk that's going to be like, "Yeah, I can fly away, but I also can." Uh, I'm going to swoop I, down I, and kick you in the face. Right, exactly. And so I guess then you could fly back up, but at the same time, you're going to be in close quarters. And if you do that, then they're going to still get opportunity of attacks and stuff on you. Yeah, yeah. So, I, it'll be interesting to see just how you kind of play that. And uh, I'm interested also because yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> First time as a monk, it's always interesting. Monks are a little crunchy, but at the same time, super fun. I don't know exactly uh, some of their stuff. I don't know how that'll work with an air croaker because I've already got ideas. For like step of around. the wind, I don't know how that affects flying exactly, but that's scary to think about now that I've brought it up in my mind. 
but yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about here before we close shop? No, I'm excited to start. I, I'm ready. Okay. I'm, Let's I go. Can we start, start right today. now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just got to give me a little bit more time to kind okay. of get the, I guess, one encounter. Because at level one, you really don't need more than one encounter before you're dead. So, uh, well, Matt, get to work on yeah. editing. No, I'll get to work. So and we can post these so our friends and groupies can, and, you know. Yeah, and hopefully soon to be large fan base is what we hope, but... Uh, what whoever listens we appreciate and uh yeah i mean keep yeah thanks for tuning in yeah keep your uh eyes and ears peeled uh follow us on social media roll for a good time that's the number four on twitter roll for a good time on tiktok and on instagram as well we'll be posting on all those. the platforms uh, we're trying to get on all the platforms we're figuring out all the uh minutiae of each and every one but we should have it on just about every platform uh, but those are the ones that we have up right now and so be staying tuned for all that and uh you know thanks for listening and always roll for a good time see you next time hey everyone that's the end of this week's show we all want to thank you so much for listening and joining us to start this exciting adventure we listed out our socials but once again you can find us on instagram and tiktok at roll for a good time and on Twitter at Roll for a Good Time. That's the number four on the Twitter handle. We've also got a website which you may have been listening to this episode on. It's RollForAGoodTime.com. This podcast should be found on most of the podcasting sources like Apple, Google Play, and Spotify. But if it's not found where you normally listen to, shoot us an email at RollForAGoodTime at gmail.com and let us know. We'll get to working on that to make sure it's set up as quickly as possible. You can also send us comments, questions, and anything else at that email. Thanks so much for listening. Session 1 drops this Wednesday. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out when new episodes drop. And don't forget to roll for a good time.